welcome to the podcast. Coming to you from the Midwest Coast. I'm inside that miraculous establishment, the Midwest Healing Center, Leg of the Ozarks Podcast, Studio B. This is the New Old School Podcast. I am your host, Don Allen. Tell somebody about the podcast. It's all free. You know, you can download any of these free apps to any mobile device, Podbean, Google Play, Apple Podcast, iTunes Store, Spotify. They're all free. upon thousands listening every week from all over this great big blue marble planet. Let's check out the analytics today. Of course, we have the United States at the top here, Australia, Nigeria, the UK, South Africa. We got Austria, Canada, Hungary, Philippines, Malawi, Norway, Netherlands, Albania, Lebanon, India, Ireland, Cyprus, Singapore, and always those parts that are unknown. Thank you so much for helping to spread the good news of the gospel of Jesus Christ worldwide. Really do tell somebody about this podcast. It's changing lives, getting good reports back. People need to check it out. Well, as you know, if you've been with us at all, then you know we just finished up a good series titled The Lord's Prayer. I would, of course, highly recommend that you listen to that series if you have not done so. There was really good insights there, I thought. I mean, if I don't say so myself. No, you know what I mean. There really were some good insights there. Uh, a good series. And then, of course, if you do follow us closely, I do apologize for not being on last week. I uh, had to work on our other home. We have another home that is out of town. And I've just got to get some things done, man. I got to get some things done. So I couldn't get to the podcast, but that's okay because I'm here today and I appreciate you being here today as well. Of course, if you don't follow us regularly like that and, and hang on those Thursdays, then it doesn't matter. You're listening whenever you want. Uh, so what are we doing here today? Oh, I want to start another series and as the Lord would lead us to call it, uh, well, I think today maybe we'll talk about living in his presence, but, but maybe, uh, I don't know, maybe a better, uh, a better title would be why, why am I here? Why am I here? Maybe that's a good title. Why am I here? I don't know. We'll talk it out and see what we think, but we're going to be talking about living in his presence. You know, God wants us living in his presence. You know, God loves you. He really does. Did you know that God likes you? Okay. Let me say that because I I think uh, we all probably have people in our lives that we love, but maybe don't necessarily like, maybe. That's something we probably need to work on if you're one sitting there going, yeah, I know what you mean. But uh, no, God really likes you and he wants to be around you, not just stopping by once in a while. So the issue becomes, I suppose, well, then how do I? I mean, Donnie, with life happening all around us, how am I going to get in the presence of God? Well, let me start by explaining in this podcast today, what do I mean by his presence? Now, you know, we have the omnipresence of God. We have the inner presence of God. And there's the manifest presence of God. So the omnipresence of God means simply that God is everywhere. The inner presence of God means Holy Spirit comes, dwells inside of us. As Jesus said, he's been with you, but now he will be in you. And the manifest presence of God is when God makes his presence known among us. Psalm 139 of verse 7, where can I go from your spirit or where can I flee from your presence? Now that's the omnipresence of God, that God is everywhere. 
But I want to focus uh, a bit more on the manifest presence of God and talk a bit about worship. I, w- I want to try to get us to understand just how important worship is to experience the, the made known, the real life presence of God. And can you live in that presence? I think all of us, if you have been around this for any amount of time, and when I say this, I'm talking about Christianity, uh, you could admit that there were times during worship that you would sense the presence of God, right? You, you've been there, right? But, but can you walk and live and be in the presence of God every day while real life is taking place all around us? That's the key. Not just during worship, say, at church or maybe even just listening to that perfect song that came on. You know, maybe you were in your car or somewhere and you've had those moments as well. But can we walk in his presence daily? I want to mention this as I believe this to be true, that God would want you to begin to add a time of worship into your prayer time or your quiet time, or that you would begin to have a prayer time and a quiet time set aside, then begin to add worship to this. I think we as a people living in this day and age with all that's going on, we are going to need this badly in order to find any peace of mind, have rest for our souls, a rest Uh, if you will, to get us back on track and keeping us on track, right? There's just so much going on. It's easy to get distracted. And once we get distracted, we understand, uh, just like that story with, you know, Peter walking on water, the storms and all that was there. But once he got distracted and started looking at them, that's when the the problem came. So, um, So begin to form what I would call disciplines of the faith. And that, and one of those disciplines should be praying, right? We should be reading our Bibles daily and then take time to worship God. I know for me, I find myself having drive-through quiet times, not really spending any time with God, but hey God, here I am, you know, and then I'm out, okay? Let's get into this today. Let's just start by, by talking about the presence, his manifest presence. God started this whole thing, we know, with talking with Adam and Eve in the cool of the day, walking and talking, his manifest presence. God was literally walking on the earth every day with Adam and Eve. He had a meeting with them every day, wanted to see them every day, wanted to be in their presence every day. That's how this whole thing started. But what did we lose when Adam and Eve did what they did? And what did Jesus, that second Adam, come to restore? I believe that Jesus, as a part of what he came for, was to restore his manifest presence. So here's what took place with Adam and Eve. Genesis 3 and verse 8, and they heard the sound of the Lord God walking in the garden in the cool of the day. And Adam and his wife hid themselves from the presence of God among the trees of the garden. I think we know this sin will always cause us to try and hide from the presence of God. When you think about this, let's say, let's say you blew it this, this last week. And I, I see this all the time, uh, getting to stand before people. You know, we are we're worshiping, you know, and I can see when somebody has had a bad week because I can tell when Satan is lying to them about how they shouldn't even be worshiping and you're such a hypocrite. This is the best time to enter into the presence of God. When you've blown it, when you've sinned against God, when you sinned against yourself, I mean, that's the time to run to him, not from him. You still have access to enter into his presence boldly because nothing changes the blood of Jesus and the access that it has granted you. But here we see that they hid themselves from the presence of God. Well, this can't be the omnipresence of God because we understand God is everywhere. Then how how can I hide from his presence? 
No, this was them hiding from his manifest presence, his made known presence. Exodus 33, 14 and 15, and he said, my presence will go with you and I will give you rest. Then he said to him, if your presence does not go with us, don't bring us up from here. So how can God say my presence will go with you when we know that, well, God is everywhere? Well, because he's not referring to the omnipresence, but rather he's talking about his manifest presence. I'm going to walk with you on a daily basis, just like with Adam and Eve, I'll go with you. This was and is God's original plan to be with us daily for us to, to really experience his manifest presence. Imagine that every day. And Moses says, well, if you don't go with us, I don't even want to go. This is God's manifest presence. So if I said that there was a multi-billionaire in the church service, that's one thing. But if that same person got up and started to hand out $100,000 to every person, that's making his presence known, manifest. It's one thing to have them in the room, but it's another thing for him to give you something that others could not give. So when we spend that quiet time with God, he wants to manifest his presence. He wants to make it known. And God is always looking to do something for you that you couldn't do for yourselves. So I want to talk about this. Is it possible to leave the presence of God seeing that because he's omnipresent? Well, not his omnipresence, but it is possible to leave the manifest presence. Adam and Eve, it says, hid from his presence, the manifest presence. That's in Genesis 3. And by chapter 4, Cain is murdered Abel. And notice this is what it says in Genesis 4, verse 16. Then Cain went out from the presence of the Lord, and he dwelt in the land of Nod on the east of Eden. He went out from the presence of God. Well, he's everywhere. But what this is talking about is leaving that manifest presence. I think too many are under this idea that, well, it's okay because God's always with me. Well, yes, God is always with you. But I guess what I'm trying to say is, are you always with God? Are you always in the presence of God? No, I know God's out there and always around, but are you with him? Jonah 1, 1 through 3. Arise, go to Nineveh, that great city, and cry out against it, for their wickedness has come up before me. But Jonah, he arose to flee to Tarshish from the presence of the Lord. He went down to Joppa, and he found a ship going to Tarshish, so he paid the fare, and he went down into it to go with them to Tarshish from the presence of the Lord. He's fleeing from the manifest presence. So how does one step out from the manifest presence of the Lord? It appears by what we are seeing is you don't do what God says to do. He told Adam and Eve, don't eat of the tree, and they did it, and they left the presence of God. Told Cain, deal with this attitude about your offering, but instead he killed his brother. Now he leaves the presence of God. He tells Jonah, hey, go minister to these people, and he ran, and now he's away from the presence of God. It appears that obedience is the key, and let me talk about this. Obedience is just doing what God says to do. When we do hear from God, the next thing is, what are you going to do with what it is that you've heard? I know people who God spoke to them. I mean, I'm thinking of a minister who has passed away now, but he, he comes out and he says, well, God said for me to do this, and then he started doing this, but along the way, he stopped doing that. He left the presence of God. It was willful disobedience and not making a mistake along the way. We will do that. But I'm talking about, you know, you know that God says, hey, go do this and you don't do it. Then you're making the choice to step away from the presence of God. See, God's still right there in that place waiting for you to do what he asked you to do. So let me touch on something a little bit, a bit of a sore subject for me. Uh, but my ex-wife and I lived in the same house in each other's presence, right? We were in the same vicinity. We could even be in the same room. We could be under the same roof, but we were not in each other's 
presence. Does that make sense? There was no joy being experienced. There was no manifest presence. No, we were inside of each other, could see each other, but we were not experiencing any joy or benefits of one another. We, we could be in the same room and not speak or sit by one another, and it was really almost like the other person wasn't even in the room with you, even though I see them. But I could not say that, they, that she wasn't there. She was there, but there was no manifest presence. I hope that makes sense. In the same way that you could come to church and God could be there, but you could possibly not experience fully his presence, not benefiting from God being there. No, I know he's here, but I'm not personally experiencing anything from him that he wishes that I would. And now with Michelle, and and by the way, hey, listen, this isn't in any way uh, me bashing my ex, okay? That's not, I'm not here to do that. But now here I am with Michelle, and she, she cannot be in the same room with me without being right next to me. And we communicate all the time. Uh, the manifest presence is known always. And she's going to sit next to me. She's going to talk to me. She's going to hold my hand. She's going to love on me. And she's, she's making her presence known. She's not just in the room, but she's going to be sure that I know that she's in the room with me. You know, I'm just introducing this podcast to you today. God wants us to live in his presence. So don't leave the presence. Now, let me, let me try to wrap this up with entering the presence of the Lord. We can see that we could leave the presence. Well, okay, but how do I enter the presence? There are other ways, but for this podcast, I know that God has been dealing with me on worship. It just keeps coming back to worship. Guys, gosh, last night, yesterday, I felt so terrible. I mean, I just felt so sick. I was just so miserable. I don't know, not not like you know, flu or anything like that. Just, I felt miserable yesterday, but I'm going to tell you what, you know, and I know that God is around, right? I know God is here, but I tell you what, last night when I came up here for church on Wednesday night, the moment they started playing worship and I got into worship, the manifest presence of God was there. It changed everything. My body was healed right there. I mean, everything that I was experiencing through the day, it was gone because I came into the manifest presence where God could give me some things that I didn't have. So again, I'm, I'm hoping these examples kind of give you, you know, the, the gist of what I'm trying to say to you today. So, so again, we can see the presence of the Lord. How do I enter the presence? There are other ways, but again, like I'm saying, dealing with me on worship, it keeps coming back to worship. Psalm 95, one and two. Oh, come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout joyfully to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving. Let us shout joyfully to him with psalms. Now, let me say this. I, listen, this is, this, this is being grateful. This is wanting to express how happy I am being in your presence, Lord. See, again, back to Michelle, she's very encouraging. She makes you want to be in her presence. She sets an atmosphere of celebrating you and making you want to be in her presence. Psalm 100, 1 and 2, make a joyful shout to the Lord, all you lands. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before his presence with singing. So I'm going to hit on music and singing and how important it really is. Listen, I am not one who can sing. So this has always been a hard one for me. I cannot carry a tune in a bucket. I just can't. I can't. No. uh, So I have struggled with this. But let me tell you, God is worthy of your praise. I am not a singer. You know, I was told once that I, I sound like a jailhouse singer. And I was like, you mean like Paul and Silas? That's powerful, right? He said, no, you're like a jailhouse singer, always behind a few bars and always looking for the key. Well, he's not wrong. Worship, I believe, is the key. And not to be carnal, but who doesn't like to go where they're celebrated and not just tolerated? Well, God's no different. We like to be in the presence of people who love us and worship us 
right, being there. Don't twist that. I'm just saying you can tell who's genuinely happy that you're there. And you can tell the ones that are just tolerating your existence. Which one do you want to be around? Right? God's the same way. Which ones are you going to manifest your presence to? And which ones are you going to be more inclined to be able to do something for them that they could not do? The ones that are just like, oh, yeah, well, whatever, they're here. Or the ones that you're actually around. Can you see what I'm talking about? Which ones are you most likely to have conversations with and help? Well, the ones that know that you are here with me. We, we, we know that we can sense the presence of God in worship. How many times have you teared up during worship, feeling the presence of God? I mean, right, just no reason. It hits you. That happens to me a lot. That's what I'm talking about, entering the presence of God. But the problem is, some of us only do this once a week when we come to church. And, well, how hard does that make our lives? Because I'll tell you what, I need him on Monday. I need that presence on Tuesday. Like I said, I needed it last night on Wednesday for sure. I mean, how, I mean, I could have done that at any time during the day. I could have worshiped God. But see, I fell into that same thing. I had to wait until I came up here and they had to play music for me and get me into the thing. Well, why do we do that? We don't have to do that. It's kind of a deprogramming of the things that we've kind of fallen into and a reprogramming of getting into the presence. I could have worshiped God at any time yesterday and guarantee I would have had the same effects, but I didn't do it. I didn't do it. I'm learning with you in this podcast. We need to add worship to our life. Put on some music on your phone. Take just a few minutes, maybe just one song. Set yourselves to say, okay, I'm going to do this for one song. Yeah, just four minutes. Just start to do it. Imagine just, just four minutes. Find one song, right? They're about four minutes long. Just find one song. Imagine, I think you would be surprised how that could change your life during the day. Now, listen, this goes a long way and even when everything is falling apart and life didn't just get in line, I mean, come on, I'm worshiping God and my life should just get with it. Well, even when it doesn't, this sure is going to add peace to your life to know that you have the Prince of Peace right there with you when it's all going to hell in a handbasket. Again, going through the ending of my relationship with my ex after 30 years, the loneliness of that time. And at the same time, a man who called me his brother, he'd been by my side through, through so much but boy, the moment that the, uh, this divorce happened, he bailed. And another pastor didn't just bail, but even took up a smear campaign against me, right? Because, I mean, divorce is the uh, death blow to any ministry, I'm going to tell you. Got rumors started that I was running a sex ring out of the basement of the ministry. I mean, it really just kept going and going, and the rumors and more rumors. And now it's being said that I was addicted to drugs and alcohol and trying to sexually assault women. And, I mean, it just, my goodness, all of that within a matter of months all came crashing down. And what I'm saying is my worship didn't stop all that from happening. What it did is it made room to invite the presence of the Prince of Peace into my midst, who took me by the hand and was able to lead me out of the darkest time in my life that I had ever known. I mean, I'm standing on the other side of it today testifying to you that this works because during that time, I did, before I even really concentrated or knew a lot about this podcast, but in me, I knew this, worship sure seems to get him on the scene. And worship seems to place me into a position to be on the scene with him. And those two things coming together, I can remember during those just, I mean, it was rough, guys, of course, right? And you can just take anything, a loss of a loved one in your life, uh, maybe kids running like hell, whatever, it doesn't matter. 
the situations, it doesn't matter. We all respond certain ways and there's just some dark times. And this truly was just crashing down around me. And wow, I could find myself truly with that peace that passes all understanding. And it began to guard my heart, which was huge. (laughs) And, And it began to guard my mind, which also was huge. Now my thoughts are getting right. My spirit man, right? My heart's getting right. And it was a bad time, but I'm standing on the other side of it today because I can remember those times that truly the manifest presence of God was in this basement with me. And it was amazing. Took me by the hand, exposed every single lie, by the way. And I, and I mean, that's the other cool part is being with the spirit of truth, right? Being in the presence of the spirit of truth. It's an amazing thing because he'll expose all those lies and I didn't have to go defend myself. I couldn't. I mean, they were stacking up so fast, guys. I couldn't even defend myself to try to get myself out of that funk. They were just coming on so quick. It just, uh, there was no way to do it. But I didn't have to. And this allowed me to remain in peace when you wanted to defend yourself. And you would have spent all your time doing it, you know, trying to defend yourself and make your case. And it just didn't matter. The spirit of truth was able to come in and to expose every single lie. And and I never could have made it out alive. His manifest presence was there to say, no, 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 no. Listen, you're not going to kill yourself because those dark thoughts come. That's when Satan, boy, he's on you, right? Though I have to admit those thoughts entered my mind. And, and, and to hear the voice of God and walk out of that in obedience on how to navigate all that was coming down. And through that, I was able to have God right there with me, walking with me. I felt his presence, but I had to pursue it in my heart and purpose to make time when I did not feel like it. Because what I wanted was vengeance. What I wanted was God, go get them. Go get them. Don't you see what I'm doing? Well, listen, I say this all the time. I can't control what they're doing and and their atmosphere and what they're doing, but I can sure control mine and my response. And that came by getting into the presence of God. It got rid of all that carnal garbage that I wanted to do that comes flying at you at that time. That's the old man trying to resurrect, right? To get that vengeance, to get that right. I I didn't truly want vengeance. I just wanted to stop. And it did. I felt his presence, but I had to purpose in my heart, make time. When I did not feel like it at all, I had to worship. I had to allow God into my worst nightmare. I had to. And here's the thing. I had bad days, but I'll tell you, it's sure way better to have Jesus walking with you than to not have him there in those times. So never forget that while, yes, he is omnipresent, I don't want to just have him around. I want the manifest face-to-face time with Jesus, that's when things are going to begin to happen in your life. So don't just settle for having a Jesus or just being in the same building with Jesus. Get to really know him because he wants to have that kind of a relationship with you. And don't allow disobedience to remove you from the presence of God. Even when you've blown it, you know where to find it. Come on, right back where you left off. He's not willing to scrap the entire relationship just because you had a 15-second clip in your life that was bad, right? But here's the thing. Don't you scrap it. Go right back to where you walked out and walk right back in. What you're going to find is he is a good...
good, good God. He's a God of mercy. He's a God of forgiveness and love. And he will once again take you by the hand and walk you through life personally. That's all the time I have for today. Thank you for joining me on the New Old School Podcast. I am your host, Don Allen. Until next time, I'm going to be walking in his presence. You know why? So that I can always attempt the ridiculous and achieve the miraculous. Yeah.